Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, a podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brandon Black, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about ag teachers and appreciation for them. With me to talk about this episode, I have Lindsay Swall. Hi, my name is Lindsay Swall. I am a cur- current student at Fresno State and a graduate of Mission Oak High School and Tulare FFA. Awesome, glad to hear it. So in this episode, we're going to just go over a little bit of the ag teacher logistics, you know, what the uh, CATA is all about, what ag teachers do, the process of becoming an ag teacher, kind of what they do versus a regular teacher, stuff like that. Um, we'll go over the impact of ag teachers and how they influence their students, which I think is one of the more important parts of being an ag teacher. And finally, we're going to wrap up with some personal experiences with our own ag teachers going through high school and now college. Yep. So moving into the first part of this ag teacher logistics, we're going to talk about the process of becoming an ag teacher a little bit. So Lindsay, do you... Uh, have anything to share on that, considering your, t- your sister is going in to be an ag teacher right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, my older sister is currently an ag education major at Fresno State as well, and I'm kind of getting to see hands-on and up, up close uh, what she's doing in the process of becoming an ag teacher. And it's really exciting because at Fresno State, they have a great program for agriculture education, and their focus is just encouraging kids and students to want to fill those positions of being agriculture and uh, educators and um, so after going through all of your uh, classes and stuff at Fresno State my older sister is going to get to become a student teacher and I know that Tulare FFA just uh, recently got two new student teachers which is exciting Mm -hmm. and um, the process of student teaching before becoming an agriculture teacher is really essential because it gives students who haven't been in FFA before or who aren't from an agriculture background an opportunity to really get hands-on with their potential job and career to know if it's a right if, if it's a good fit for them. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the most amazing parts of the process of becoming an ag teacher is the opportunity that they have to kind of go into the workforce and experience it hands-on before actually getting to do what they love. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a hundred percent. You know, spot on. One of the cool things about you you know, being an ag teacher is just getting that mm-hmm. that hands-on experience before you have to go into the field. That way you kind of get, you know, like you're saying, a feel for the job. You, gotta, you kind of get yeah. to interact with some of the kids you're going to be teaching and really get to understand, okay, is this for me? Is this something I want to do? Because, exactly. I mean, there I've actually met people that went through the whole process. They went through the student teaching, and they decided they didn't like, they didn't like kids that much, so they didn't want to be an ag <laughs> yeah. teacher. So it's good that they go through that process. I'm actually, mm-hmm. I'm a freshman over at the College of the Sequoias, and I'm, pursuing a career in ag education as well. Mm-hmm. I want to be an ag teacher and eventually I'll be going to Fresno State. Yeah. But in my ag education class right now, we have to have 50 observable hours of different teachers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give a, you know, a little bit of a glimpse of that you know experience as to what the teachers do. I'm not going to be getting to teach my own classes, obviously. But you know, it's just cool to get, you know, get out in the field and get to see mm-hmm. what they do firsthand. Yeah, for sure. So, moving into the CATA. So, if, for those of you who don't know, the CATA is the California Agriculture Teachers Association. And this association is more built built around just getting ag teachers aligned with the FFA advisors and with the FFA program and just helping all of them keep a little bit more of an organization to what's going on. That way, they're all on the same page. It helps, you know, they have mm-hmm. a conference every year. Um, they have some, you know, just... Help me out here. Like, I'm, I'm they have sure. meetings yes, that, they have. at state conference every year, mm-hmm. annual meetings to make sure that they're all on the same page. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go into a super deep depth of them because I, I might do a, you know, a little bit more of a technical episode on that yeah, eventually. Like but some teachers. <laughs> right. You know, just kind of give, a, you know, I don't want to just do all the explanation ourselves considering we're not, you know, in the program exactly, yet. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> don't want to take away from the possibility of 
having someone talk about it. For sure. So now we're going to get to kind of the fun part, the difference between ag teachers and regular teachers. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who don't know, ag teachers have a little bit more responsibility than regular teachers, I think it's fair to say. I mean, they're, they're coaches, they're teachers, they're sometimes therapists. Yeah, life mentors. <laughs> life mentors, become yeah. family. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they're, they are so much more involved in their students' lives than your average teacher would be. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's teachers that, you know, are actively involved in their students' lives and they talk to them on a frequent basis or they're, they coach a, a sports team or whatever. Yeah. But I don't think there are any teachers out there that compare to ag teachers in the amount of commitment they give to their program mm-hmm. and to their students. Yeah, for sure. And I think it all stems back towards the passion that agriculture educators and agriculture students have for what they're learning and teaching. Mm-hmm. I think the root of it is agriculture and that familiarity with what they're doing and their love is just reflected back onto how they teach in the classroom and how they treat their students and go beyond what expectations are for regular teachers because they just love what they're doing so much. 100%. Yep. And you'll anyone who's been in an ag classroom mm-hmm. knows the difference between an ag classroom and a regular classroom. Exactly. It's like completely different environments. Mm-hmm. I mean, here in Tulare FFA, we're composed of three different schools that come to the same ag farm. And so we get a literal different location for our ag classes but mm-hmm. even even cl- uh, schools that don't have different locations they can tell you that there's a massive difference between their ag classes and the regular classes yeah. and a majority of the time they enjoy their ag classes a lot more mm-hmm. and like you were saying it's just because of that passion and that enthusiasm that most ag teachers have where they just kind of draw their mm-hmm. kids in and show them you know why they're there why you know why that it, topic is so important yeah give them a purpose right exactly yeah. so i think that's awesome so that kind of leads into our next segment talking about the impact that teachers have on their students mm-hmm. i think that's really one of the more important parts of being an yeah. ag teacher and it's definitely one of the more important parts to our involvement in agriculture here because our yeah. teachers had such a big impact on us yeah i think that the reason why the impact that agriculture teachers have is so great is because of the opportunities within the ffa and um, getting to do extracurricular activities that involve your teachers. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, sports or maybe you know things like mock trial, right. different public speaking competitions on campus are as far as you're going to get to working with teachers outside of the classroom. Right. But in Tulare FFA and within FFA chapters across the nation, getting to be involved in things like judging teams, public speaking competitions, um, just getting to be on, especially in Tulare FFA, our ag farm, outside of the classroom is a completely different experience and you get to know teachers and their personal lives you get to know them outside of the classroom Mm -hmm. and get to work with them one-on-one and really build that connection a hundred percent i think one of the essential ideas to being an ag teacher is the idea that they're teaching by doing i think it's something that's very different than most other classrooms and we talked about this a lot but you know there's if you go and you have an ag class, a majority of the time they're teaching you by some kind of demonstration or they're mm-hmm. walking you through, you know, experience that they had with this at one point or they're telling you a story or, you know, if you're in certain classes, you get to go outside and actually watch that happen. I mean, it's such a different experience. I mean, and they really draw you into it. They really show you the practicality in it. I think that yeah. that is such a such an essential part of education that a lot of other teachers either neglect or they don't have the ability to exploit exactly. in the same way that ag teachers do. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the bigger parts that's really the reason that I'm involved in FFA, I'm sure that it's helped you out as well. As the teachers like to push us out of our comfort zones as well. <laughs> For sure, yes. <laughs> I remember my freshman year, I was you know extremely shy, didn't talk to anyone, didn't mm-hmm. raise my hand in class all that often. I was a smart kid, but I just didn't really like yeah. talking in front of people. 
and Mr. Catano, being himself, called me into the front of the classroom and said, you're going to do opening and closing. And I was like, okay, yeah. we'll give it a try. And I, apparently I was half decent at it So because he yeah. said I would be a good speaker one day. Yeah. So. And look where you are now. Yeah, so it's just one of those things that you really don't know how much you're going to like something until you try it. And ag teachers understand that better than anyone because they're the ones pushing kids to try yeah, things that they don't. You just have to do it and right. trust them and know that everything, yeah, you're going to be meet your full potential whether you like it or not because they're going to push you to get there and they they love every one of their students yep. and they show that daily um i know that in my i took agriculture one and um that's kind of like an introductory course mm -hmm. into what ag is all about and what ag science is all about and that was a really fun course for me because i got to have mr coolin as my teacher mm -hmm. and out of that um getting to work with him and becoming involved in one of the public speaking competitions that the FFA offers for only freshmen called the Creed Speaking Competition. Um, I knew that I was going to do the competition because my older sister did it, my mom was involved in FFA, <laughs> but he was the one who really confirmed that this was something that I want to do and mm -hmm. I want to be involved in. He took me aside, really had those one-on-one -on -one heartfelt conversations and made sure that I knew that he was going to be supporting me the whole way and that I could do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's those kinds of interactions mm -hmm. that really just sit with you for a long time. Exactly. Those are things that you're never going to forget. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you can always recall something that you know, Mr. Kawhi might tell you or something Mr. Katana would tell you. Yeah. So, and another kind of testament to the impact that ag teachers have is that a large portion, I'd say that probably over 70% of people that want to be ag teachers are wanting to be ag teachers because they had good ag teachers. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they saw, I mean, that's the case why I want to be an ag teacher. Exactly. I saw that I had really good teachers and the impact that they had on students around me as well as myself. And I wanted to give back to not only the organization, but I wanted to give back to the future generations what I was receiving through this program. Mm -hmm. So, And even for those students who are involved in amazing agriculture, um, programs like Tulare FFA and maybe agri teaching agriculture is not something that they want to go into, there's always ways to come back and give to our chapter, whether it's mm -hmm. coaching, a judging team, coaching, a CDE competition, yep. becoming involved in the classroom, offering your services from a business. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways that the community has gotten to become involved within our agriculture program because of our amazing teachers and the connections that they have developed with students who they grew up with who had amazing agriculture teachers. And yep. so it's so cool to see that come full circle and to have everyone be so supportive of chapters like Tulare FFA. Yep, 100%. And I know we talked about it a little bit, but just the passion that these mm -hmm. teachers show in everything that they teach us yeah. is, is very contagious, I think, is, exactly, is, is a good yeah. way to put it. I mean, I, I could tell you right now exactly what pretty much all the teachers have told me about a particular topic if I asked them about it, just because the passion in their voice, it gets transferred on to you, mm -hmm. and it's something that you can draw out. And passion is not an easy thing to see in most regular teachers, I think. Yeah. There are some that are really passionate about history, really passionate about math, and you know, it's, it's cool, but for the most part, ag teachers have the most passion of any other teacher you know, around. I mean, mm -hmm. if you talk to, especially during the speaking or CDE teams, if you talk to a teacher about a particular topic and they really want you to understand what, what the issue with it is, they will, you know, resonate with you with, with, with what they say just because of the amount of enthusiasm and energy in their voice that, mm -hmm. you know, it really sits with you how important that, that issue is. And it's just something that is, it's just, un, you know, it's incredible how, yeah. you know, how, how deep they can get into it and really get, get you out of mm -hmm. your, you know, out of yeah. your uh, position to really talk about it. Yeah, especially in the classroom too. I think that um, 
higher level classes, maybe like I've met classes, mm -hmm. um, livestock classes. Um, like I know they have an ag science two class. Mm -hmm. um, those are kids that really just want to be here. Yep. You know, they are here because they have a passion for agriculture. They love the program. And the teachers get to wake up every day knowing that they get to walk into a classroom with kids who are excited to learn, yep. excited to be hands-on and what they're learning the next day. And I think that's one of the most amazing parts of our program here and programs across the nation is because kids are engaged in what they're learning. They want to learn mm -hmm. and they get to take what they learn and implement it in their career, implement it when they go home. They get to just spread what they learn because they love it, and that's mm -hmm. that's so amazing. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. So now it comes time for the heartfelt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the personal experiences that we've had with our ag teachers and yeah. the, the impacts that they've had on us, the stories, you know, all the fun times that, mm -hmm. you know, really just we're going to pass on to our next generations and they're going to pass on to theirs, mm -hmm. hopefully. So yeah. I think it'd be best to start off with our experiences in freshman year ag classes. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Um, I had Mr. Gatano, as I, as I previously mentioned, and that was my first experience into the mm -hmm. FFA world. So, I mean, if that tells you anything about <laughs> what I know about FFA, then, um, I mean, my parents were always involved in ag. My, yeah. my brother and sister were in FFA, but I was just, you know, never really sat with me, right? I was never a big ag kid growing up, and my mm -hmm. parents said, you have to try a year of it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to stick with yeah. it, but just try a year. So I tried a year, and I had Mr. Catano, and <laughs> needless to say, I stuck around. I mean, yes, he had me showing steers and doing teams and, you know, getting out there running for office mm -hmm. and being involved, and it was just something that I really enjoyed, and it was, a, yeah. it was an experience that I'll never be able to uh, thank him enough for. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, one of my experiences, I, I mentioned that I had Mr. Coolwine as my um, agriculture instructor my first year, but my second year I also had Miss Williams teaching floriculture. Oh, that yeah. was a really fun <laughs> class. Um, but she's a big part of why I'm a plant science major at mm. Fresno State now. I just, early on, I had a knack for being hands-on and creative with uh, floriculture, and then that transferred onto taking landscape, mm. landscaping with Mr. Castle, and I was able to take my passion um, for plant science and growing up on family farm and kind of channel it into this creative ornamental horticulture kind of mm -hmm. major that I'm in now at Fresno State, and I absolutely love it, and I cannot thank them enough for keeping me on that path and for knowing that those are my interests and for honing in on them mm -hmm. and taking advantage of that within the classroom because I don't know where I would be without them. Yeah, no, 100%. And, yeah, just, you know, moving on past freshman year since Lindsay kind of beat me to the punch yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my freshman year I had Ag Bio with, with Mr. Yeah. Coyne, and that was probably the best class I've ever had of, of anything. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it was such a such an interesting class, and I learned so much. And I didn't learn a lot in terms of the content, the actual biology. I mean, I did, but I yeah. learned much more about how to handle difficult situations, about how to talk to difficult people, about how to be involved in you know, discussions about something that's, mm -hmm. you know, could be controversial and still handle it in a, in a, you know, yeah. polite and respectful way. I learned a lot about life, a lot about, you know. Those classes are definitely big life classes. Yes, with Mr. for sure. And, you know, you can't walk into his classroom without, you know, coming away with something impactful. And that was something that was really cool. And, I mean, junior year I had livestock with, with Mr. Gatano, and that was a yeah. fun class as I got to go do go a lot more hands-on mm -hmm. kind of experience. I mean, you get a little bit of both. You get a lot of the technical, you know, or like the, the informational part of it, you get a lot of the hands-on, and then if you're in certain classes, you get a lot of the life lessons. Emotional, yes. Yes, and so that was really, 
that was a really fun experience as well. And I had Mrs. Williams for my senior year for floral and for vet science, so that was a really gotcha. interesting class as well. Yeah. And Mr. Madera's fact business, but yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my favorite experiences, I think, was I never got to have Mr. Catano as a teacher, like in the classroom, mm. but I did get to have him as my advisor for my work experience period. Mm. And uh, my year was one of the first years when Mr. Catano started up a program where he takes students who are juniors and seniors in Tulare FFA and has them take a work experience period and travel across the valley and get to go to different middle schools, develop curriculum for middle schools, and get to just go in the classroom and teach ag mm -hmm. to students who don't come from agriculture backgrounds, don't have an agriculture program in their middle school or um, any of that. And so I was with a group of three other girls and we got to go to schools and help them develop a school garden, help them create agri-science projects, and that was one of the, the best classes that I took was actually getting to go out and see how agriculture education is implemented. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. I was really jealous because I didn't get to be part of that. <laughs> I really wanted to, yeah. but Mr. Thomas said that there is no room. So, I mean, I, I got to experience that on a little bit of a side you know, a side sideways view of it because I was talking to Katana a lot mm -hmm. about how that whole thing was going. I think that yeah. was such an awesome thing for you guys to get to experience. I mean, mm -hmm. especially someone that wants to go into the career of you know educating others. That's a really awesome experience mm -hmm. to get to to uh, look at. And for you, I mean, getting to develop that garden with with the kids and kind of you know, yeah. that whole hands-on thing that was probably really exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, a part of that as well is the opportunities that we get to you know lead others and to teach others and mm -hmm. you know whether that be through officer teams or through uh, showmanship practice or whatever that may be I mean we, we've been giving we've been given a lot of opportunity to lead our peers and that was something that you know we probably couldn't have done without the help of our ag teachers mm -hmm. as well so moving into the teams a little bit um, or the show 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 teams I should <laughs> I should specify um, I had a little bit of a unique experience with my show team. I was mm -hmm. what was called the barn captain for a short period of time. Yeah. And I was out there, I was conducting the showmanship practices, I was making sure the barn was kept in good condition. I was teaching the new kids how to work with their steers and how to effectively feed them and wash them and train them to that way they didn't try to kill them. Yeah. And you know, it was it was a, such yeah. a unique experience and something I didn't really think about all too much. I kind of just thought of it as another thing I was trying to do to help people. It was something I just, you know, I had a lot of interest in. I liked my steer, I liked learning about the beef industry, so I really mm -hmm. wanted to give back to those who were coming in and kind of teach them. And then Mr. Catano came to me and said, hey, you know, you're doing a heck of a job out there teaching these kids. You should be an ag teacher. And that was kind of the first time I realized that that's what I wanted to do. And, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's experiences like that. It's experiences yeah. like, you know, being an officer and getting to go recruit and, and getting to go talk to people from other chapters and see what they're doing and, yeah. you know, being that image in your in our peers' mind that we're, you know, mm -hmm. we're the ones out there that's supposed to be leading and representing. So Yeah, I had an experience through showing sheep um, at Tulare FFA, uh, Mr. Coleman was the, the sheep advisor for our program. And um, before I was even in FFA, my older sister started showing lambs. Uh, we all did in 4-H, and mm -hmm. then she moved on to FFA. And Mr. Coolwine would come out to our house where we kept our lambs and would work with her, but not only took the time to make sure that my older sister knew how to feed and uh, train and work with her lambs correctly, but myself and my younger sister mm -hmm. he took extra time to work with us as well even though we weren't in the program we weren't mm -hmm. near going into high school yet we were still in middle school um, but he made sure that he took the time to really make a connection with us make mm -hmm. sure that we knew that we were important and we were heard in the whole thing and that our project and our lambs 
um, were just as important as my older sisters were, even though she was in high school. And so that was really amazing because before I even got to go into my first ag class, I knew that the impact that agriculture teachers can have Mm -hmm. extends far beyond FFA and far beyond the classroom and show teams. It's the connection and the time that they take to make with anyone, whether you're in FFA or not. Yeah, 100%. I think that a lot of the experiences that we get through these teams are things that, you know, you tell someone that you show sheep and they say, oh, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But they don't see the behind the scenes of everything that goes into that process and the exactly. work we do with our advisors and the, the things we learn from them as mm-hmm. we go along through yeah. through this. So in the non-showing teams and the judging teams and the speaking <laughs> yeah. teams, I think we also have a quite a bit of, of a good stories to tell. Exactly. I mean, whether it be Mrs. Williams, you know, through citrus yeah. judging, the, all, the, all the fun we had with her and getting to win state finals, which was incredible yeah. and you know the um the van rides up and the uh, you know the name calling and the fun we had and uh-huh. the <laughs> practices the practices and, yeah. and and Ryan and you know it was just such a good experience I mean she was you know a, a large a large reason as to why I stuck around the second year and did citrus judging mm-hmm. again because um my sophomore year I tried doing dairy judging with Mrs. Souza and I really did not think I was that good, and it yeah. turns out I was apparently, because Mrs. <laughs> Souza was really mad at me for not coming back and doing yeah. it again. But I I really didn't think I was that good at giving reasons or at explaining myself very well or doing ID or you know really you know justifying why I could place the class a certain way. I just, mm-hmm. I wasn't that comfortable with it. Yeah. And I went and gave my first set of reasons ever to Mrs. Williams, and she was like blown away. She was like, this is your first time giving reasons? I said, pretty much. And she was yeah. like, okay, you're really good. You need to keep doing this. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, just little things, just saying, hey, you know, because she didn't know that I, I was insecure about my ability to, to do that kind of stuff. But she took, you know, took time out of her day to tell me that, you know, I really needed to focus on that kind of stuff because that's where my strengths are. And it's stuff like that that kind of just kept me going yeah. through those kinds of teams. And yeah. so I think she, just as a person, as a teacher, She's so selfless, and Mm -hmm. um, the time that she took for our Citrus team last year when we were preparing for competitions and the year before, um, it could be 7 o'clock in the morning and she's here setting up classes and preparing (laughs) reasons for those kids who have sports after school and can't make it to practice. Mm -hmm. She's here till sun goes down every evening with her husband, with her children yep. who've had a long day at school, <laughs> want to go home and spend time with their family, but she's here helping us practice and helping us uh, become the best citrus judges that we can. And that's why we won <laughs> is because of how much time she gave and how generous she was in mm-hmm. making sure that we were prepared and we felt confident and we knew that they were behind us 100%. And so I really can't thank her and her husband Ryan enough and her children for sacrificing what they did to be able to not only give to our team, but to the teams this year. I mean, their team won again. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's all because of how selfless they are and the time that they give outside of the classroom. Yep. No, it was really, I think it was through Citrus Judging that I got my best experience with with the Hoppers. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really know Mrs. Williams all that well before. My sister had her for a teacher, so she kind of knew who I was. But, um that was kind of my first chance to get to really talk to her and bond with her and it was something that I really don't regret at all because mm-hmm. you know she was a big uh, a big reason as to why I got involved in a lot of the officer positions yeah. that I was running for and why I was you know pushing so hard to, to do all these different things in mm-hmm. in FFA and well while we were at our officer retreat um in Shaver over at your you know your fancy house <laughs> we're um we're trying to come up with our uh motto for the year and what was our motto again do you remember? <laughs> uh, reach beyond expectations? 
I think that was, that it was, was the one, it was Beyond Limits, I think, or something like that. Uh, Rich Beyond, it was something. Something like that. It, <laughs> I don't remember. It was, it basically encompassed the idea that, you know, we can push past what people expect us to, to be able to do, or we can yeah. push past what we expect ourselves to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And she used me as an example for it, and she was like, look at this kid, you know, he did citrus judging, cotton judging, agronomy, uh, extemporaneous, he ran for office all in one year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that kind of like, I really was kind of put on the spot, but I was really like yeah, was shocked. Wild. I was like, wow, I didn't think about it that way. And I was really against the idea because Luke came out with that. I really didn't like it all that much. Yeah. I just didn't think it was that good. But actually, she told me that. I was like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm with it now. And she kind of like, you know, it's just when they put you in a, in a personal setting and kind of like, you know, tell you why, yeah. why you're, you know, why you need to, uh, you know, appreciate something that it's just, it's something that really connects with you and she was very good about that kind of thing you know mm-hmm. just getting really personal and, and really talking to you about what's yeah. going on and, and why certain things matter and it's something that I really appreciate too you know, with her a lot I came and talked to her a lot whenever I was having issues or I actually need someone to talk to or I just you know mm-hmm. need to vent for a little while she's yeah. always there so you might not think that they're watching but the <laughs> agriculture teachers know all of their students yep. and what they're involved in what they're doing and they really appreciate it. And when they take the time to sit down with you and tell you that or send you a quick text after a practice or mm-hmm. make a call on late night and share that with you, it's really impactful. Yeah, 100%. It was something that I just I wasn't expecting, but yeah. it, was, it was really cool. And then in the speaking teams, that was a whole other realm of, yes. of connection that, yeah. you know, that we've had with our teachers. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you can go first with Williams uh, if you want. Yeah, so I had uh, – I actually had – three different I guess coaches because okay. I did I did Creed like I mentioned with Mr. Coolwine and then I moved on to Extemp for a year That's right. with Katano and, and his wife Krim mm-hmm. and I got to work with Brendan and a few <laughs> other students with that that wasn't that didn't fit me great but <laughs> I moved on to jo- to job interview and I just felt at ease and at home and Mrs. Williams just made me feel like this was where I was meant to be I would spend hours with her sitting in her classroom doing mock interviews, filling out job applications, talking about my mock job, which was a floral design job, Mm -hmm. and she just knew me like the back of her hand. She knew what I needed to work on, how I could improve, what I needed to get to state, Mm -hmm. and I made it to state twice, and I couldn't have without her help and her dedication, Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful that I had her along my journey with that, because I think that that was probably one of the best things that ever happened was me doing job interview. Yeah, absolutely. I had a little bit of a different experience. My freshman (laughs) year, I tried out for Crete, and I didn't make it just because I wasn't a very good speaker at the time, Mm -hmm. and yeah, that didn't discourage me. I still wanted to do speaking teams. I took sophomore year off to kind of focus on my steer and kind of getting Mm -hmm. ahead in school, and then junior year, I decided I wanted to do prepared, so I told Katana, I was like, (laughs) I'm doing prepared, and he's like, okay, we're going to start this day, and he didn't start until like three weeks later, so I did extent because I kind of wandered into one of their practices one day just because I was looking for somebody to talk to, I don't remember who it was, and I saw... Um, Nitin and Evan sitting in the room talking to Krim mm-hmm. and I was like what are you guys doing and they, yeah. they explained to me what it was I said that sounds hard and like it is and I was like You're okay like, let's sign, sign me up, up. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I went into my first practice and I really enjoyed it and that was something that was very different for me because I wasn't much of a public speaker like I said before and I really Krim took a lot of time to prepare me for that sort of role and I'm really appreciative yeah. of her for doing that and um, I worked with with her, I worked with Nitin, I worked with Katano, I worked with Williams, all on trying to focus on, on getting my speech better. And then she told me once we were getting ready for sectionals, I needed to start, start talking to Mr. Coin about doing speeches in front of him. So I went and yeah. talked to him. I said, hey, 
I want to give a speech. When can I give it? He said, okay, come in, come into my classroom right before school, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, we'll do it. And I was yeah. like, really? You know, you're going to be here that early? He said, I get here at 5.30. And I was like, yeah. okay. So, yeah, he's he was insane. But he was great because <laughs> I would go into in the mornings, you know, he'd have the Creed kids come in and listen to me, and I'd give my speech, and yeah. he would ask me questions, you know, the hardest questions that, that are possible to ask. That's what he was good at. And <laughs> Of course. Right. He had to, you know, <laughs> he had to be that guy. But um, he would ask me questions, and I would tell him my answer, and he would tell me why I was wrong, and then we'd yeah. discuss it, and it was always a really positive conversation. And, you know, I come out kind of confused sometimes, so I was just like, I really don't know why that was wrong. I think I, I, think I was right there. Yeah. And then he would have to talk to me again about it, and I'd have to, you know, I picked his brain for hours every morning before class, just, yeah. you know, getting all the information I could. And that was something that I really appreciated, you know, him taking the time out of his, out of his day, mm-hmm. out of his morning to to sit with me and really talk to me. And sometimes I wouldn't even give a speech. We just sit there and we would talk for that entire time about topics and about how I could be better about speaking and how I could improve. And it was always something that, you know, I like, I know a lot of people that don't really like Mr. Kwan because he's such a hard teacher, but that's why he's such a good teacher. That's what I, yeah, that's what we appreciate about him. Right. Is he wasn't afraid to talk about the nitty gritty, talk about what we needed to improve on and let us know that, yeah, you're doing a great job, but there are some things that you can do to really improve what you're doing. And, he wasn't afraid to share that with us and wasn't afraid to make sure that we made the changes we need mm-hmm. to and get where we needed to be. And he was so knowledgeable and yes. was not afraid to sit down and talk to you. And he would admit if something that he said was incorrect or mm-hmm. if he was wrong and would acknowledge if you brought up a really good point and if you impressed him. And so that was one yes. of the best things that I that I took from him. Yes, no, that was such a good experience to get mm-hmm. to, to learn from him and to get to communicate with, with him my ideas and we kind of just bounce back yeah. and forth. And it wouldn't matter if he thought I was completely wrong, he would hear me out and he would listen exactly. to what I was saying and then he would tell me, okay, you know, you're on the right track, but what about this? And I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, really, that's a good idea. And he gave me all kinds of resources. So he was a really big influence in my role in being a better public speaker and I couldn't thank him enough for that. Mm-hmm. But it just... You know, there's just so much that goes on in the life of an ag teacher that it's really hard to, you know, narrow it down to a few specific yeah. examples. But I think that we're all pretty lucky to have the ag teachers that yeah. we had. There's so much more you could talk about. There's always <laughs> something you're forgetting. Yes. I mean, yeah. we have tons of stories. But, I mean, there's a story of the time I almost gave Mrs. Williams a heart attack. You heard that one before, yeah. you? So, I'll make it short. But I went to national convention this one time, and it was our first year going and Lindsay was there with me. Yeah. Were you a delegate that year? I th- yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, you were. And <laughs> I was the only boy that went out of the entire group. There was eight girls and then me. And so basically the entire time I was finding other guys to talk to. So it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun. But one night I told my roommates to wake me up because I'm a very, very deep sleeper. Like yes. I slept through all my alarms, all the phone calls. Nobody could wake me up. And my wow. roommates forgot to wake me up, I guess, before they left the room. And so... I woke up to Mrs. Williams pounding on my door and then eventually standing in my doorway yelling at me to get up and I was like, what, what's going on? She's like, you're late. And I looked at my clock, I was like, oh no. And I got up, I got dressed, ran down, I thought we were going to be late, but I ran down the lobby and she told me that she almost had a heart attack, she was so terrified that I was dead. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. Like, and I'm so, fine. yeah, it's just experiences like that that, you know, we, we like to give our teachers a hard time, but, you know, they really do yeah, care I mean, about us a lot. Traveling with what was it, nine students all the way to Indiana yeah. for national convention. I don't see any other teachers doing that other than right. ag teachers. Right, I know exactly. And, you know, we just, it's such a, such a unique trait to have, you know, just being, having that kind of patience to go out and, and yeah. spend that kind of time with some kids and just, 
yeah, I mean, I've had stories of, you know, Mr. Castle driving down the road and then slamming on his brakes to look at a weed on the side of the road because he was, you know, <laughs> studying for agronomy or, yeah. you know, we were, um, the, you know, the dad jokes to him and I like to make while we're walking by the VIG contest. I'm like, hey, that's mm-hmm. a big contest. He's like, hardy har. So, yeah, it's just like, it's just funny moments like that, just getting yeah. to, you know, really get to know them as people instead of as ag teachers. It's just, you know, yeah, it's a unique experience. Mm-hmm. So I think that... Those are all things I have to say. If there's yeah. anything else you want to add on to there. I mean, there's always something to add on. But right. I mean, there's so much. I think so we've much. covered, yeah, we've covered a lot. But. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, if we were going to say anything, I think it's really important just to, you know, if you're in an ag class right now, really appreciate your ag teachers. You Don't know, take them for granted. Right. You know, be willing to ask them for help. Be willing to go and talk to them because they want to see you do well. Yes. I don't know a single ag teacher that doesn't want to see their kids do well. And I think that's something that we, you know, while we were in high school, of course, we always knew, but it's, we don't really truly understand it until now we kind of reflect back and see what they've done for us and mm-hmm. see how far we've gotten because of them. And it's just something that I think that, you know, I teachers need a lot more appreciation. And they get yeah. tons, but I think they need more. So, yeah, um, yeah that's all from me. Um, the, the whole purpose of this episode was kind of to reflect. Um, we had, for those of you who know, we had Mr. Quine, um passed away not too long ago, a few months ago, and I just had this idea, you know, we need to do an episode to really commemorate our ag teachers and really appreciate them and, you know, just kind of Mm -hmm. talk about all the great memories that we had with them and just really thank them, so. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think, yeah, for all of our ag teachers listening out there, thank you for all that you do, and we really appreciate you, so I think this was a good, you know, a good episode. We got a lot, a lot out there, Mm -hmm. and I think that, you know, Mr. Coyne would have been happy to hear it. (laughs) I like to think so, at least. So that's it for me. I'm not sure if Lindsay has anything yeah, else you want to add for me. here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's it. You know, thank you all for, for tuning in, listening, and, and uh, you know, we really appreciate all that you guys mm-hmm. do for us and, and all the support you give. And, yeah, I think that Thanks. that about does it. So don't forget, if you ate today, thank a farmer. And if you had an ag class, thank your teacher. Thanks for having me.